Hello and welcome to the Land Party Lawyers Podcast, the podcast where two lawyers tackle issues at the intersection of video games, law, and business. My name is Steve Blickensdurfer. I'm joined with my co-host Nick Brown. This is the second of two live recordings from Guardian Con 2019 in Orlando, Florida, uh, now called the Gaming Community Expo. In this episode, we interviewed Bennett Newsom of Full Sail University. He is their esports strategist. Uh, Full Sail University, for those that don't know, is in Orlando, Florida. With him, we talk collegiate esports, which is a very exciting space, and the recently constructed esports facility at Full Sail called The Fortress. Uh, Bennett is also a an official Twitch partner, and so we talk a little bit about the life of a pro streamer. Uh, so all interesting stuff there. We hope you enjoy this episode, and remember to check out our other episodes from Season 1. You can connect with us on Instagram or on our webpage, landpartylawyers.com. Without further ado, on to the interview. Well, good morning. We are here day two from Garden Con with Bennett Newsom from Full Sail. Yeah. Bennett, thanks for coming on the podcast. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Good morning. So, Bennett, um, you guys are doing some exciting stuff at Full Sail. Why don't you just give us a quick uh, elevator pitch on on what you guys got yeah, going on over there? Definitely. So, uh, we've obviously Full Sail focuses on entertainment, media, uh, the arts, technology, all those types of different degrees. In Orlando. Um, in Orlando, right? Right here um, it's in, in Winter Park is where our campus is. With located. an international reach. Absolutely. We have a huge international population. Uh, of students coming over. Um, but, you know, the goal of, of uh, Full Sail has always been to really focus on kind of that hands-on approach, accelerated pace learning, uh, really going after that, like, kind of real-world education, learn by doing, right? Yeah. It's all project-based right. learning. Um, and we started to get involved in esports probably back in around 2012 or so. We did our very, very first... Very early adopter. Yeah, very first... Um, it was uh, the Red Bull Proving Grounds on our campus. We hosted the event. After that, we did a bunch of stuff with MLG um, and really, really started getting into it. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't until um, about end of 2017 that we announced formally, like our, our varsity teams, that we were going to start fielding uh, teams in different esports. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, this year we um, opened uh, last May actually uh, opened uh, the largest. Uh, collegiate esports arena in the country. Um, yeah, so nice. the fortress. Yeah, the fortress. By yeah, the way. thank you. That's thank a big you. deal. Great it, name. It is great, right? <laughs> and it's it's been uh, extremely well received. It's uh, you know we've already hosted uh, a few events there. We had the NBA Inclu- 2K League. Right. I was yep. just going to say a profe- you know, the an esports uh, main competition. What was it? The the, the third of the fourth of the four mm-hmm. competitions they have throughout the year. It is the second of the third, and then they have like okay. the finals. I guess that would be the fourth. Okay, but got it. The tickets pretty cool because if whoever wins it automatically gets a pass and orlando did pretty well right they did they, they did we were really hoping they were i know make it to the i end. know, oh uh, no. I, think they came in third, uh, is, is uh, final inc- I was following it as it was happening it is incredible <laughs> I, i'm so proud of of what's going on in our backyard here because you know i i i'm in miami nick's right. in tampa mm-hmm. uh so we love florida and you know orlando is in our backyard and and that's where we are here today and so it's really cool to see this stuff happening here so I'm just super excited about it's, it. It is really exciting. And, and, you know, shout out to just Orlando in general because they've really embraced this whole culture of esports and gaming. Um, and, it's like a hotbed. Yeah, and, and they really, you know, part of our goal is, as an institution is to become, like, the home for collegiate 
you know, esports in on the in East Florida. Coast. Well, just in Florida in general, um, and hopefully the East Coast. Um, so let me ask you a little bit about that. You, you said you have a varsity team, correct? Well, you know, there's uh, kind of a uh, it's a weird situation where the NCAA has has declined to step in yeah. and regulate it like it has for you know traditional athletics. Right. Well, what, what did you decide to go with? Are you guys with the NACE? Are you yep. with uh, another with, entity? With NACE, yeah. Okay. What what made you decide to do that? We we I mean we obviously compete in. Uh, almost all of the collegiate uh, leagues if, if possible mm-hmm. um, and you know our goal is to, to be involved in as many as we can but NACE was always uh, at the top um, they had uh, you know if anyone was going to be kind of in that overarching role we felt that NACE and what they were doing was really where we wanted to be mm-hmm. um, so that was an easy that was an easy you know oh let's this is where we're going right yeah. um yeah. as far as the, the teams itself uh, a lot of schools are fielding maybe you know one or two teams mm-hmm. um and we are very lucky because of all the degrees that we teach at full sail from game design to film recording arts or computer animation like this is already a gaming culture yeah. right we already have just an intense uh, amount of students that are passionate about uh, you know playing games competing in games and just being you know like a spectator and right. just being in part of that community so it was really easy for us to say hey what are you guys interested in in competing in and just set it up and then all of a sudden the students ran with it and they built these little communities and they really wanted to support these games so it was easy for us to elevate you know these games into this community right. which it's not like you're doing much recruiting you're just right. you're giving them uh, the the tools mm-hmm. to build something yep. and, and just kind of stand back and let it grow yeah exactly and that's we We'd love to see that community interaction from the students, and and that's what you know. Our team is called Armada, right? Yeah. And so Armada isn't just our varsity teams; it's actually our whole gaming, you know, culture at full sail. So that everything gaming really falls under the umbrella of Armada. Um, it just so happens that's where our varsity teams also live. Um, but with that, um, you know, it's easy for these you know communities to get together um, and, and expand and grow. And then obviously, if there's a market for uh, collegiate you know uh, competition in XYZ game, yeah, it's easy for it to say, okay, we have an, a, a solid community of players. They're really passionate about this game. They're working hard to continue to organize and and, and do that. And so we're able to elevate that game in. And that's how you end up with 11 different titles that you're competing in. You guys in 11 titles? Wow. 11, I was just going to wow, ask. 11 different games right now. And, and is, is that a challenge? Because each, ga- each game is organized differently. You Correct. know, League of Legends is different from uh, how the Overwatch League is mm-hmm. going to be on the collegiate level. Right. Let alone the professional level. So, right. uh, you know, how you're able to keep all that straight <laughs> is beyond me. <laughs> it's it's a little wild. I'll be honest. It's a little wild. But it's I, a I think, lot of APM. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those things where, you know, we want to have these students enjoy their um, you know their college experience. That's whole. That's a whole part of uh, of all of this. And um, you know, if they're excited about a game, and they want to compete and and you know participate. We, we want. We don't want to stop them from that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, we have you know the staple teams of, that most people are playing in, like League of Legends and Overwatch and you know CS:GO and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So those teams are were really easy to form. But we also have some others, um, you know, that we um, you know maybe have one or two people really competing. And obviously, like Super Smash Brothers has really gotten a resurgence yeah. with uh, Ultimate. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've had 
tons of students that have been super passionate about it. We hosted um, the legendary uh, Hungry Box. He uh, has a, uh, a I think he just won here. last week uh, or a week or two ago in he, the CEO in, did, in Daytona. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so Repeating. we hosted his event. He's called Overlords of Orlando at Full Sail um, earlier this year, and it was it was it was really eye opening because um, we knew that the, obviously you know Ultimate was here and people were really uh, hyped up about the game um, and we figured we probably have maybe a hundred plus maybe kids come out to, to yeah. support and, and and participate in that tournament um, we ended up having 500 uh, people show up to the event wow um, nice. we had to cut off the, the capacity of uh, is it six thousand this, this was the the live venue so it's yeah. a much bigger capacity than because at the time the fortress wasn't open okay um, but um, this is where they do like the NXT tapings and everything right there at, on Full Sail's campus. Um, so everybody came out to that. It was a huge success. We were totally blown away. Ended up having to cap the wow. uh, amount of people that could come in as far as wow. uh, uh, competing, like to actually sign up. Um, I think they stopped it at like 200 something. So we were totally blown away with that. And obviously we had our, our teams out there competing. But it was just one of those things where like every day there's there's you know, these communities continuing to, to grow and, and do unexpected things. And, um, you know, we're, we're just really trying to get out there and support that and, and have, you know, the fortress now that it's open be kind of the home, uh, yeah. you know, for that, especially here in, uh, in central Florida. You got to drive a little ways to find another esports arena. I What's think, the closest so. one to uh, it? You have to go to Atlanta? Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's great. That to me is just opportunity. Right. And, and the yeah. trick for these esports facilities and we were on a panel earlier mm -hmm. this yep. year talking about some of these challenges right is is having a constant like revolving door of you know stuff going on to yep. keep the lights on to keep yep. the internet connected yep. uh, because these competitions are happening every day oh, yeah. at least not always in Orlando right. or always in Philadelphia or Atlanta you, you, you have to have other things going on which is why it makes a lot of sense to have it connected with uh, a university yeah. like Full Sail. <laughs> it was funny on that panel. There was a couple of people that were like, "I don't know if this is a good idea, but for you, it's great. You guys, yeah, right. what are you guys doing? <laughs> it's awesome." <laughs> so I was just like, "Okay, this is interesting." Yeah, but uh, you know, it, and I and and I joke about it, but it, it for Full Sail, it really is much more than just this cool, state of the art arena and facility because it's a classroom like yeah. every one of these places right. on our campus is a you're teaching the audio guys and the lighting guys mm -hmm. at the same time as you're training with your esports team yep. it's like that the synergies there are off the charts absolutely really cool. one of the things that we do is um, any sort of event that comes uh, and brings uh you know something like NXT, for example, we have students that are working right, right alongside with uh, the NXT staff uh, right. at every one of those events. So it, it is a, it is truly a classroom. It is a learning experience for those students. And, and with the world of esports, literally every degree program, even even down to like our creative writing program, ties into esports. What's, what's the connection to the professional esports level? Have you explored that, like, you know, connections with the teams? Because mm -hmm. we got Misfits Gaming right. that's right there in mm -hmm. South Florida. Yep. Uh, have you started to reach out to see, you know, to start the relationship? Or is anyone on your team like, you know, hey, uh, Bennett, can you help me talk to uh, right. Team Liquid or whatever? Right. Like, what's going on Absolutely. there? Absolutely. So um, I don't want to give away any names yeah. or any secrets right. uh, right. too right. soon. Without right. giving away the secret <laughs> sauce. But, no, it is 100% um, something that we're already involved 
involved in have initiatives for uh, with different uh, professional organizations. Um, met with a few of them recently, actually, um, and uh, we have some some exciting, I think, uh, opportunities ahead of us for the future um, as far as uh, you know what's going to be able to happen. And again, we want this to be a place that everybody can play at, um, and I think that opens the door up to uh, you know pro teams obviously pro leagues like nba uh, 2k um and a a lot of other things that we have kind of in the pipeline we're excited to you know really host those events and really continue to build those relationships that's really great that you're able to work you know at least prospectively with some professional teams because it's such a win-win perfect pipeline situation you get to help propel your students and then ultimately propel your school's brand by producing these great competitors and they get a pipeline to fantastic young budding hungry talent are they do you ever get the the question like uh i should just go play professional esports i'm 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 getting older in my years and and esports is a professional esports is a thing where the younger you are most likely the better you are because you're just i don't know you react you're, you know, I don't know. So it's like you, 13 you, to 25. Right, like that's like the, the, that's the prime age, right? Mm-hmm. And so why it's it's almost uh, more pronounced in esports versus like basketball. Why right. go to college right. when right. I can just yeah. play I, professional esports? Do you guys have a bunch of Kobe's? Like, yeah. Just go straight up? <laughs> it's funny because I, I have this conversation a lot um, specifically about why go to college when you can go pro now. And, and that's a tough choice. And, and that's yeah. a choice that I think... Uh, it's real player, in esports. Yeah, yeah. It, they, they have to make for themselves. Um, but I see this in, in kind of two ways that can be interesting. Um, the first is like, hey, if you're that good, I can't argue with you, man. Yeah. You know, like you're probably already getting poached for a team. Yeah, and it wouldn't it, it wouldn't be surprising. I would I would envision that mom and dad are saying no, you need to go to college. You know, right. and and that's the kick. So if that is the case, hey, guess what? Why don't you play at college, right? right. And Why don't you play both at, worlds, right? right. And, yeah. and so you can do, you can kind of do both almost. Um, the other side of that is, let's say that you did go pro and you didn't get a, you know, college degree. Uh, or, your, or your game, you know, moved on, you know. I don't know, had some bad DLC. Yeah. I let's mean, like, you it went could be hero, Heroes of the Storm. Right. I was just going right. to say, you, you, you just ink your Heroes of the Storm yeah. deal. 100%. <laughs> I, and trust me, I, I know pro teams that that was their, their biggest game, right. and it was absolutely heartbreaking. Folded. Yeah. For, for not only the organization, but then their players. You know, what are they, they want to continue to play. Right. I'll learn whatever game. Like, let me figure this out. So it, it, it is definitely a challenge. But the other side that I see to this is um, really it kind of goes into the career aspect of esports. And if you're a player and you're young, you know, in, in, in your, your youth and you're, uh, you decide not to go to college, you go right into the pro world, you've got like three options when you get done with that because it, it, it will come to an end. You know, yeah. Eventually, your hand-eye coordination isn't going to be what it was when you were 13, 14, 15 right. years old. Um, and so you got to really make some choices. And the, the, the biggest one is like really building the foundation of uh, your brand and start streaming and, and really building that. And if you can build that community and elevate that to a point where after esports, you could just move into that world. Then, then you're set. And this is a good transition to what I was going to go into next: is, is that you're not just at Armada, you're not at Full Sail right. only, and you're also a content creator yourself. Correct. You're in this space, so yeah. you can teach it 
because you know it, because right. you do it every day. So why don't you tell us a little bit uh, before we wrap up uh, about what you're doing on the content creation side? Absolutely. So um, I go by uh, Dammit Bennett online, which is uh, a name uh, that uh, gets some questions sometimes, but it's, it's really fun to say. It's memorable. It is. It is. It's it hard is. to forget. Dammit Bennett. Exactly. It works. It just, I've said it eight times today already. <laughs> it's perfect, right? So um, I started. I've been doing. I've been doing this for about five years now, but. Um, I, I played music for, oh man, almost anywhere, I think it was like 18, 20 years of yeah. just playing music, touring with a bunch of different bands, and, and I love music, and I love playing music, but eventually it just became unfun, yeah. you know, and that was the whole point of it, was like, this is like, supposed to be fun. For, I'm doing this because I enjoy it, I like yeah. getting on stage, playing, and then towards the end of it, I was like, this is the worst, man, and um, I just kind of fell into Twitch at around the same time, and uh, I was like, whoa, this is fun this is fun yeah <laughs> and i don't have to count on five other people right you know, right to be on time right. to show up to practice five like other it, uh hungry musicians yes yes <laughs> i always looked at playing in bands as like it was the dysfunctional family that you chose to be a part of right. you know like right. and so you can't complain <laughs> exactly but i was i was always dad in the band you know like and that that was not always the greatest position. My band uh, was always a very needy, significant other. Yes. That's my experience. Yeah. Yeah. So, so now you're a one-man band. That, and and that, was, that was the best part about Twitch was, like, if I mess up, if I don't, like, you know, grow or do do well, like, it's, it's on me. Yeah. Like, I'm the only one here, so mm-hmm. I'm not counting on anybody else to, like, right. you know, help put me up you know it's just i there was it's all me and i really like that so i could really control all of the aspects and really start to you know build that content and that was a that was a blast man i had so much fun um and you still stream the, regularly absolutely i mean obviously with um you know working and traveling as much as i do now does put a little bit of a damper on on sure. being able to do the gameplay streams but i'm starting to dabble in the whole like irl uh i was just world. gonna say do you play on stream you play uh, music i don't i've only done it for Guardian Con. You gotta let streams. us know when you yeah. do your first one. I will. So I'll, every every time that I'll do like the Guardian Con charity, uh, yeah, uh, raise uh, fundraiser mm-hmm. stuff. Um, one of the you know uh, incentives. Well, if we hit this mark, we'll I'll play like the most embarrassing song that I wrote when I was like fourteen. That's so like, cool. Like, <laughs> I bet that drives donations. It does. It's a it's, it's a it's a terrible song. <laughs> but um, but uh, you know, so traveling a lot, obviously it. it one of the biggest parts about streaming is being consistent, right? Yeah. With your time. You, if you say you're going to be there at this time, you got to be there. And if you're not, then people like they go somewhere else. So, oh, yeah. um, you know, it's, that's been the most challenging thing for me, uh, lately. Uh, I got partnered on Twitch back in September of last year, mm-hmm. um, after like the four year grind of, of, of doing it as much as possible. And, uh, it was, it was such a great, uh, you know, celebration for my community, myself, and then uh, I got married right after that. Yeah. Um, and so I went to TwitchCon uh, pretty much right after I got partnered. Wow, your world changed very quickly. Very huh? quick, right? <laughs> and then I got married, uh, and then went on my honeymoon, and then like, uh, then obviously, you know, I took into this new position at, at Full Sail, and that's had me traveling all over the country, going to different things like E3 and yeah. obviously the uh, the Ultimate Gamer in Miami yeah. where we met. And um, uh, so that's put a little bit of a damper on my schedule. So that's yeah. why I've been really trying to start trying to get. Is there an off season through. in esports? 
I don't even know Te- if there is. Technically, for the collegiate scene, yeah. For because, a collegiate scene, yeah. Right, you have the traditional college start time. At right. So we have starts every month and graduations every month. So there's always brand new students coming in that are interested in c- competing and playing on teams. So we actually have to have t- tryouts pretty frequently, um, you know, to try to make sure that we have the best talent, right. uh, you know, at playing the game. Um, we did a. Um, how, you said 11 titles? 11 different titles right crazy. now. Yeah, yeah it's insane. <laughs> it's insane. I can't imagine. <laughs> we did our, our grand opening event at the at the Fortress um, was called uh, the Fortress 40. It's, it's Full Sail's 40th anniversary uh, this year, and we were hosting our Hall of Fame, which is this great event. Um, I love that. Yeah, I've been hearing a little bit about your Hall of Fame. The and Hall stuff. of Fame is cool. incredible. It's a, it, Basically, if a graduate's gone off um, and you know done something fantastic and they graduated with the minimum of 10 years gap between when they when they graduated and, and today um, they're they're eligible for the Hall of Fame and there's a couple other requirements you know, like one of the biggest ones is that they've got to come back to the school and really give back and yeah. most people are like oh that means like they give money and we're like no we don't want money we want their time yeah we want them to invest their time with our students give back in that regard and so if you meet all of these kind of check marks you're able to be uh, nominated into the Hall of Fame and so every year we do six uh, graduates we nominate them and induct them into the Hall of Fame and so this year was our 10th anniversary of this it was our 60th inductee wow. um so it was a huge celebration it was the biggest hall of fame to date um we also opened the fortress during that time so that was perfect. really cool perfect um and basically we did our very first event which was like an internal event um and it was uh, we called it the Fortnite 40 and we did 10 Love graduates <laughs> 10 students uh 10 faculty or staffs and then 10 uh like influence uh influencers or streamers um and we had them all come out and we we did a big uh big battle royale with them um and it was a, it was a great time and we uh we had um Actually, a couple people that are here uh, at GuardiCon come and compete, which was really fun. Who won? Um, Student? So, no, we, we had um, Teacher? Uh, Drunky, who's uh, <laughs> oh, nice. uh, a streamer, yeah. he's a big Fortnite streamer. He ended up winning. Um, we had uh, like Matt uh, Hafey uh, from Trivium. Mm-hmm. He was up there playing uh, along. He's a big, uh, if you've ever wanted to find um, like uh, a great uh, music streamer, you got to check out Matt. Um, he he's got one of the IRL backpacks. He's kind of the guy that was like, cool. "Man, you really should check this out. You should really get into this with all your travels. People mm-hmm. would be interested to see all these totally. things that you're going to." He has one, and he does. Um, he has it on stage every night of their tours. Wow! So you can watch that's every cool. show that's from cool. the side of the stage. That's which amazing. Is, that's is, a, that's definitely untapped. You that. should look into that. He is honestly. I'd watch. <laughs> I am I am very proud of what he's doing. He is really setting the bar for music uh, and entertainers to yeah. come to Twitch yeah. and have this be a portal into their life and. He is. He does practice every day. He does song requests. He does. Uh, they'll do karaoke. Like yeah. it, it, he just really takes what he does and his passion and, and what he loves. And and it's kind of how this started play. for us. You know, yeah. a passion to just talk about these issues uh, to a different community and and just and try to focus on some legal stuff. And I imagine you know legal issues abound when you're talking about you know what to do for full sale, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which organization to join right. and different things like that. I'd love to, you know, talk more, but Absolutely, I, I feel like we need to bring you back and, and talk about some of these other issues because <laughs> this is just fascinating. So Yeah, anytime. Uh, so anybody can find you, uh, Dammit Bennett, on like Twitter and, and Twitch. Dammit Bennett on Twitter it's all and the same. Switch. Yeah, pretty Instagram, all the places uh, that it should be. Is, it's always Dammit Bennett. 
Um, but yeah, damn it, Bennett. Safe with this that was one. this was great. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks so Perfect. much for coming. Sounds on. so good. It's it just rolls off the tongue. I love it. Thanks, man. We well, really appreciate. We really it. appreciate uh, your time and the benefit of your experience. Yeah. And it was a pleasure talking with you. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I awesome. appreciate it, man. You've been listening to the Land Party Lawyers podcast series with Steve Blickensturfer and Nick Brown. To learn more about our e-gaming and esports practice, visit carltonfields.com. This podcast is intended for general information and educational purposes only and should not be relied on as if it were advice about a particular fact situation. The distribution of this podcast is not intended to create and receipt of it does not constitute an attorney-client relationship with Carlton Fields. Thanks for listening.